Hi, and welcome back to the Voice First Roundtable, episode 16. My name is Bradley Metrock. I am CEO of a company called Score Publishing based in Nashville, Tennessee. Our guest on the Voice First Roundtable today is Dr. Sandhya Pruthi. Dr. Pruthi, say hello. Hello. Hi, Brad. Dr. Pruthi, thank you for joining us. This is a real honor. Dr. Pruthi, you work for Mayo Clinic. Tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, what Mayo Clinic is, and what you do for Mayo Clinic. So, Bradley, I am um, working as a physician, so I do see patients, but I have another role at Mayo as, as well, and I have been the chief medical editor for our mayoclinic.org website um, for several years. I am also the associate medical director for our content management, management and delivery for our Mayo Clinic Global Business Solution. And just for people who are listening who may not be familiar, you know, everyone's heard of Mayo Clinic, but not everyone really knows what Mayo Clinic is. What, what is Mayo Clinic? So Mayo Clinic is a clinical um, organization. That means we have uh, three shields. We focus on clinical practice, uh, education, and research. And um, Mayo Clinic is a... Uh, a place that we want to see patients who come for complex um, conditions, who are um, looking for a multidisciplinary, we call an integrated care approach to their medical um, concerns. So we are a uh, we uh, pride ourselves in having a, a model so patients are able to see multiple experts um, around that area of concern to provide a, um, a treatment plan that we think will um, address their concerns. The Alexa Conference, the annual worldwide gathering of the Alexa development community, just took place in Chattanooga, Tennessee from January 15th through the 17th. It nearly tripled in size over the previous year. It was just, it went well. People seemed to enjoy it. One of the things about the program is that we had an Alexa in healthcare track because uh, as we've seen in numerous areas, including some stuff that Mayo Clinic itself has done, voice in healthcare is increasingly becoming a thing. There's, there's a lot more surface area to voice first technology and modern healthcare than there used to be and that velocity is increasing. Dr. Pruthi, I wanna ask you, you gave a talk during the Alexa conference, Mayo Clinic was there as part of the Alexa World Fair, had a presence. Um, share with us your thoughts on the Alexa conference, some of the conversations you had, did you enjoy yourself? What, what are your thoughts uh, coming out of that event? So Bradley, it was an honor to present at the Alexa conference and I um, thank you for the invitation. And I was um, very impressed with the uh, panel of speakers and topics that um, were presented. What um, really caught my attention was how um, there were many people in the space of voice engagement um, looking to see how voice can be um, voice plus, not voice only in the healthcare space. And I think that um, what I also uh, was impressed was how we were learning that the consumer, the patients 
we're ready to adopt this engagement channel for health information and guidance and potentially care. There was um, some also exciting um, information shared by some of the panelists on how voice could personalize our healthcare needs. Excellent. Glad to hear that. I know people really enjoyed hearing you talk, Dr. Pruthi, and getting to meet you all. And um, it was exciting. It was an exciting addition to the event to have y'all there and, you know, everything the Mayo Clinic is doing, having you be part of the conversation. And, and we appreciate we appreciate that. And it's just a sign of where things are going. I want to ask you, so one of the things that happened during the Alexa conference was that uh, y'all actually ended up winning an award for your Alexa skill, which is called First Aid. I want you to share with us why, first of all, Mayo Clinic created an Alexa skill called First Aid. I think it's, it's either called First Aid or Mayo Clinic First Aid or something like that. Why did Mayo Clinic do it? Um, what does Mayo Clinic see in voice um, to, to where it made that initial step um, to create that, that voice experience around first aid? For 150 years, um, Bradley, Mayo Clinic produces trusted, evidence-based health information. We want to empower people to effectively manage their health. And um, we think we want to move with where our consumers are going in terms of be there in terms of what they need in terms of receiving um, trusted, evidence-based health guidance to empower them to manage their health. And so voice-enabled experience is new. It's definitely a growing channel to reach people so we can deliver information they're seeking. And so by um, moving into this space, we wanted to, to understand, first of all, how we can develop voice content around health information. And the first aid skill that you talk, you highlighted, and we were excited to win this award, um, was the first attempt to see how we could develop and um, launch into this space of creating health information. And it's really all about how Mayo Clinic can provide relevant information to consumers where and when they need it. So this um, Mayo Clinic first aid skill um, required a team of physicians and our editorial team to come together to um, create content that we already have on our mayoclinic.org website, but condense it and make it succinct to be able to provide the single answers that you need on, on voice activated devices to give um, information around life-threatening or emergency um, medical situations that we thought um, first aid, for example, was a great way to um, move into that space. And so that's how we um, started. And we were very pleased with our work and um, also how well the, the skill was re was received by the consumer. I think when people look at an organization like a Mayo Clinic, investing the time and the resources to create an Alexa skill like that and to get their feet wet, you know, take that first step out into the ocean of voice. That's inspiring. That's, that's market leadership. That, that's something that opens doors and starts paving the way for other organizations uh, who are watching carefully what a group like Mayo Clinic does and doesn't do. And um, it just, 
it affects change. And for that reason alone, I think it was excellent. I want to ask you the question, um, what is it, what is something um, that you have seen another organization do that's not Mayo Clinic in the voice space, whether at the Alexa conference or, or somewhere else? Um, what's something that you've seen another organization do with voice that you've found interesting or inspiring since that Alexa skill, since Mayo Clinic's done their own? So I, from the Alexa conference, what I, um, I did um, take from it were uh, efforts being done to uh, look at voice in terms of a term called clinical diagnostics. Um, how you may be able to detect um, a clinical um, condition, for example, Parkinson's or um, dementia or stroke um, in, a, in an individual using the artificial intelligence and cloud computing, um, even natural language processing um, technology to better understand that maybe you could deliver um, information to help a person based on their um, voice diagnostics, which in essence is considered a, almost like a biomarker for detecting disease. And there were some groups talking about it. Um, and Mayo has also um, done um, a little in this space. So I think this is um, where I'm really excited about the future of where voice can go and, um, again, provide um, help and, and educate uh, the consumer or the patient about um, health condition. I love that. I love that. I love that answer. I love everything about that. One of, you know, one of the things um, that I find interesting uh, in an interesting sort of frontier, you know, we've got these, we've, these smart speakers just sitting there. And I remember reading an article once, um, it was actually fairly recently, um, about how dogs can detect cancer from a person's breath. And I forget exactly what type of cancer it is. I want to say it's lung cancer. Um, and this whole article talked about how dogs have a shockingly high, and certain types of dogs, not every type of dog, but um, certain types of dogs have a shockingly high um, success rate in detecting cancer on a person's breath for lung cancer, of all things. And then there were some other ones that they were looking at, like... Um, dogs being able to smell a person's urine for prostate cancer and things like that. And it would just be interesting. It's not voice. It's not truly voice first, I guess, but it's, it's interesting from the standpoint of um, what data and what you're getting at is what, what hidden data is our body giving off? What's in our voice that can be diagnosed with AI, which, uh, you know, sits underneath the, the voice assistant and machine learning that is is stuff that the human brain just does not perceive. Um, and, you know, these things with dogs is a perfect example. What if, you know, we could breathe into our smart speaker and whatever it is that lets dogs detect cancer, the smart speaker can detect it too. You know, that's where we're going. That's, that's, that's the exciting thing to me about, you know, this, this new modality of computing is the potential for this hidden universe of data um, to be perceived, um, and, um, and for human lives to be improved. I, I love that. 
So Bradley, one other um, comment I want to make, I think as, as you said, this is um, exciting because of the potential for voice, because of machine learning to help us detect disease. Um, but the other thing that is really important here is our, um, we've seen an uptake of use um, in the smartphone where people are, are using to internet searches, do internet searches using their voice. And so there is um, going to be more data because of the uptake of voice. And our um, consumers, especially the millennials, are doing this. But even those who have um, issues with dexterity or being able to type or vision are, are medical uh, concerns around their, med their vision and their ability to, um, to read uh, material. Can you imagine for them too being able to have voice as another um, uh, avenue to get good information so that we can meet people where they are um, in the healthcare space and it's not just um, everybody should assume that everybody has access to um, uh, digital content that they that they're going to get information. So I look at it as um, voice is another. Um, choice that people can make around their healthcare. It's not going to take over. And that's why I brought up that term. It's voice plus, not voice only in where we're going. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And um, and that's why I emphasize voice first, you know, in the stuff I say too, because people are like, oh, well, I, I like my screens. Thank you very much. And I'm like, well, good. You get to keep them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> voice first uh, just means... Um, you know, that's how we're going to interact with the computer. It's vo using our voice first. And then if that's not enough, then we'll pull out the QWERTY keyboard or we'll touch, tap, and swipe, or we'll do something else. Um, I want to uh, ask you one more thing, and this has been fascinating. I appreciate you setting even this much time aside. I want to ask you, you know, in light of the Alexa conference and, you know, CES was before that, and, and then everything's happened since Mayo Clinic uh, developed, you know, the first aid skill and some of the learning that's taken place. For Mayo Clinic specifically, what's next on y'all's horizon for voice? Are you, how are you looking to take a next step? Are you looking to develop something else? Is something else currently being in, in development now? Um, what, what next steps are y'all looking to take internally? Is there anything you can share? Thanks, Brad. That's a great question. And so I want to go back to the Mayo Clinic first aid skill, which is a great example of um, providing voice-driven self-care instructions about everyday mishaps. We want to give quick answers, trusted information. And the next thing we then did was we are now providing over um, 8,000 concepts around healthcare in um, terms of um, uh, the way in which you can get content off of the um, off of Alexa. So remember, first aid skill was an app. It's almost like you have to download it to get access to that content. Now you can um, get a lot of good health information that Mayo Clinic is providing um, without having to download the app. So that was the next space we wanted to go into, and we've been very excited to work with um, Amazon um, Alexa to be able to do to provide that amount of additional health information around, for example, what are the symptoms of lung cancer? Or Alexa, 
um, how, how do you treat uh, reflux symptoms? So um, things that I think um, for common healthcare information um, or generalized healthcare, that's what we can really offer. So the next place we, we would like to go, and I think this touches on what I described with clinical diagnostics or biomarkers of voice, and we've just touched in that space, and I, I believe we can do more there. Um, this, this is um, not something you can turn around in, in a short period of time. You take some um, uh, pilot studies, and then you want to um, publish your results, and again, going back to what we call evidence-based research, which is what uh, Mayo prides himself in doing. And then I think we can continue to um, share more in where, we, where we've gone in that space. So right now, I, I can't tell you a whole lot more. We know that we are looking at other ways to address the, the clinical diagnostics and the biomarker of the voice um, in helping to detect disease. But um, more on that, hopefully I can share with you in the future. Excellent. Excellent. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, maybe I need an Alexa skill to uh, diagnose uh, post-Super Bowl, post-Patriots winning uh, depression, <laughs> which is what I'm currently dealing with. I, I'm sorry. And I, that, I know, me too. It was not, <laughs> it was a different, a different game for me. And, and I'm just starting to love football. So that was um, a lot to take in last yesterday. So, um, but no, you're right, you know, leveraging voice technology for the consumer, the patient, but even for the provider could be another opportunity. And um, these are challenges. We're going to consider um, how we can even improve the provider patient um, efficiency in the workflow during a healthcare um, a visit or an experience in the clinic. And um, hopefully be able to adopt this new technology in the clinic in more ways than um, providing health information. You've been listening to Dr. Pruthi of Mayo Clinic. Dr. Pruthi, thank you so much for taking this time, sharing your wealth of expertise and your experience with not just me, but the audience as well. It is greatly appreciated. You are welcome. And it was a pleasure um, um, speaking with you on this topic, Bradley. For the Voice First Roundtable. Thank you for listening. And until next time.